0: What's up, everybody? and Welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 46, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Popfly himself, founder numero dos, Ben. When I think of notable Italians, I think of Pudge Rodriguez. (laughs) Baseball. Ben, what's going on, man?
1: Oh, that was a great drop. Good find Justin. How are you, my friend? Doing well,
0: man. Doing well. It's uh it's been a hell of a weekend overall. It's been a it's been a wild couple of weeks. We're gonna talk Dude, about why here in just a couple of minutes.
1: I agree. Let me set one thing straight on the record. I am very aware that Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez is not Italian, but for whatever reason he has a pizza place now near the New Rangers stadium. So yeah, that was the the um source of that one liner.
0: The "Quote unquote context," I guess, if you want to look at it that way. There
1: you go. That's yeah. good. Very yeah. good, dude. Happy, happy Sunday. What's yeah. going on, man? Man,
0: it's good to have you on a Sunday night. Typically, it's Sam and I doing this on a sun, uh, like a Sunday afternoon. So I'm glad that you're uh, you're able to jump on tonight.
1: I know. Uh, I'm told your Sunday afternoon was relatively busy. Is that correct?
0: I mean, yes and no. I mean, today's the first Sunday with uh, football and uh, with NFL games and stuff, and so. Uh, yeah, running the, the Twitters for all the accounts and everything, plus watching the Patriots play. They won today, so that was exciting. And, nice. uh Yeah, the the Red Sox are actually playing on Sunday Night Baseball right now. So it's it's been actually a crazy weekend for Boston. I didn't even think about this until this morning, but uh, the Astros are playing a series at Fenway this weekend while the Texans were in town at Foxborough. Oh, wow. So a very Houston-esque weekend. I saw on Twitter there were, there were a lot of uh, – of Astros fans that made that trip, I would if I were an Astros fan. That's really cool,
1: dude. For sure, man. I mean, it's this could be a um, you know a preview of the ALCS. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Well, the good news is with all of that time I've spent watching football and and whatnot today, um, so I guess maybe not just today, but I've been writing a bunch more blogs lately, and uh, it's just you know I I, I kind of branched out away from baseball. I Wrote my first. Uh, kind of retrospective blog involving the entertainment industry uh, this weekend. So that was pretty cool, man.
1: Yeah, no. And for those keeping track at home, uh, our blogs can all be found at sensiblyloud.com, which is kind of our main landing site here. Um, but it's actually really cool because when Justin and I started this whole thing out, it uh, feels like forever ago, but it was really only about six, eight months ago um you know we started with a baseball podcast but it's yeah. kind of blossomed and uh we have two really exciting projects uh, to bring to you justin's going to be super humble about it but he's been doing almost all of the heavy lifting <laughs> on, i like wouldn't say all of it <laughs> just when it comes to like these episodes where he's doing all the producing and the tweaking and the turning yeah. so that that's
0: the hardest part man is so uh like ben said we're going to introduce two new shows here in a second so we're just going to talk a little bit about what the the origination is and kind of where we uh, you know where we're going with each of them here in a second but uh it's kind of funny just because all the production stuff it takes a lot of time and uh it, it's you know for all the intros just the little little effects that we use and the drops and just all those things it takes a uh, you know it kind of adds up it's little pieces here and there and, and ben you you can attest to kind of how i work like i don't really ever stop working on this stuff no. you know i'm i'm my brain is going pretty much nonstop. There is no day off whenever I look at this stuff. And so um, it's been weird lately because we've scaled back doing episodes of The Outfielder to only one a week. Mm-hmm. And we did that for several reasons. One, I've I've got my my toe in the production of several other shows right now, which we'll talk in a second about again. Uh, but also just we wanted to make sure we're, we're – I guess we were trying to get Ben, Sam, and I on the show for, like – you know, like doing it secession instead of waiting for each other, bouncing back and forth. It's ironic that Sam's not here tonight when I say that, uh, but we'll talk about why here in a little while as well.
1: What a slacker.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had the claps uh, built out for you, but I don't. Sorry. Yeah. We're did they about... come
1: through on the microphone? I tried to A do little one. bit. Yeah, they, they did. Okay, that's fair.
0: So the first show that we started is actually going to be the flagship show for the company. So SensiblyLoud.com is the website. Sensibly loud media is the umbrella company, we have a new show coming out called sensibly loud
1: radio. That's right. On sensibly loud radio, this is going to be your new home for entertainment, um, for music when it comes to movies or television, perhaps, um, Justin uh, recruited some some great talent, and uh, I've listened to all the test episodes and uh, got some good stuff cooking.
0: Yeah, man, and that's the thing. Like we've been running test episodes on this one for a little while now, and this is going to be formatted not like a traditional pod. It's going to be more like a radio show. Uh, it's going to be really cool, though. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I bought I brought my buddy Brandon on board uh, to do this show with me, but. I think the the beauty of it, it's going to be super flexible. So Ben's going to come on at times. Sam's going to come on at times. They're both going to come on. We've got other guests and things like that that are going to be doing stuff. Josh and Kyle are definitely going to pop on. Kyle and I have been known to talk a bunch of rap music. So that's almost certainly going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's bound to happen anyway. So yeah, it's exactly. Nice. It's great.
0: Exactly. So we're really excited about that. So that one's coming out. I would say uh, start looking for that next week. We are going to record a new episode here uh, probably tomorrow night. And so we should have that out midweek. Uh, so be looking for that. Ground Screwed, something new to check out.
1: That's right, and uh, plus, uh, kind of in theme with what today is for most of America, with it being NFL Kickoff Day, what else is on the horizon, Justin?
0: Yeah, man, so I wrote a blog about today, and I actually teased it, so by the time we're recording this, there are going to be some of the Ground screw that are probably actually ahead of this news, because uh, I hinted at it pretty strongly. We are starting a football podcast here at Blue Football, 11. Football, football, football. Everybody wants football. I can't tell you, man. So we, like you said at the beginning of the episode, we started with the uh, the baseball pod only here, and it's grown a, a ton, and we've loved every doing every second of it, and I wouldn't change anything, you know, about what we've done so far with it. Uh, but there have been so many people that are just like, man, I'm just not in that into baseball. Let me know when you guys get a football show. That's right. And uh, and so you know, it seems to be that's what the what the feedback is. So we're gonna bring you. Uh, a football show once a week. I brought a buddy of mine, Jason, on board with me. Uh, Jason is one of the more in, most intelligent people I've ever met when it comes to talking sports in general. Um, there are very few people I feel like that can hold a conversation with me, very, and not to sound vain or anything like that, because Sam's one of those people. Sam is absolutely one of those people. Ben, you're one of those people where you can kind of hold your own during these conversations and stuff. It's really hard to do. And and I don't fault anybody for that. It's just you got to watch this stuff closely and understand how to apply your own opinion and stuff to it.
1: No, I hear you. I, I think for what it's worth, when it comes to a level of interest in something, take like my baseline and then multiply it by 10, and that's how good Justin and Sam are <laughs> diving into the X's and O's when it comes to this sort of stuff. Especially
0: so. with baseball, uh, with Sam and I. So I wanted something very similar with football, so I'm gonna it's going to be more broad strokes for me because I'm always – Always a baseball guy first. Always. That's not going to change anything. I mean, right now I'm wearing my Patriots shirt, but I'm damn sure wearing my Red Sox hat. So, you know, (laughs) it's it's uh, it's one of those things. But uh, I'm really excited about it. We're going to have a lot of fun talking once a week about it. So all the shows are going to be once a week uh, from now on. So we're not going to have the outfielder twice a week anymore, uh, but we're going to jam pack more of the fun
1: into one show a week. That's right. We've definitely been expanding that sensibly loud family and we're excited to, uh, you know, kind of bring the changes uh, out into the public.
0: Absolutely, man. So it's a really exciting time. Uh, it's had if it seems like my, our attention's been away from the outfielder lately, it has. Uh, but it'll be turned back on it now that we have all the production stuff worked out for all the shows are almost there anyway. We're still running a few test pods on the uh, the football show. So that one will probably be a few weeks away yet. I know almost that foot, worked, like yeah. time is ticking, though, so we're trying to get it going as quick as we can.
1: Plus, we're only about 20 days out from baseball season. So, definitely, or from, uh, excuse me, from the end of baseball season and the playoffs. So, plenty of good baseball content on the horizon. Exactly.
0: And we're going to have some time off after, after the season ends. We're going to have some really, Ben and I have been talking about some really awesome things to do during the playoffs, uh, including miking ourselves to get good audio clips and stuff while we're watching the games and get real live, uh, you know, interactions and some things like that. So, I'm really looking forward to the playoffs and baseball. Uh, it's going to be a perfect storm for me here coming up, man. There's going to be a point where I'm doing four very rapidly for uh, four shows for probably a couple of weeks. So with basketball starting up here in not too long. So that's right. It's going to be fun, though. Keep me go Keeps me going, you know.
1: That's right. That's absolutely right.
0: Well, I uh, I definitely am sad to miss the great Sambino this week, though, but he'll be back uh, next week. He was actually here in Dallas this weekend for a wedding. Uh, but, uh, we actually didn't get to see him this time. I actually kind of forgot he was here until I texted him this morning. I figured his lazy ass was just asleep. Uh, but nope, he was, uh, he was recovering from a pretty massive hangover this morning.
1: Yeah. Something about matrimony and, and all that. So yeah, well definitely he will be missed, but we'll still try to bring, uh, fill in as much of his shoes as we can as the episode progresses.
0: Absolutely. All right, Ben, who is sponsoring the pod today?
1: Let me see who I can find here. Are you tired of second rate ivory dealers? Does your queen honeybee suffer from a lack of erection selection? if you've got nowhere else to go look no further than rogers horns bees horns and horny bees that's right grounds crew it's your new one-stop shop for horns tusks teeth and while you're there get a sweet drink of that nectar that makes all your bees come back to the hive located three alleys west of the ithaca improv and methadone clinic tell them the outfielder sent you and received five dollars off your first purchase back to you justin wow that's solid <laughs>
0: Three alleys away from the methadone clinic is <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. That's incredible, man.
1: Tried to uh, tried to fill your shoes on that one.
0: Yeah, I think you have successfully uh, made it happen for sure. We are going to in the off season. We're going to we're going to put it out there for all of our the grounds crew to be able to vote on these. But we're gonna we're gonna do a special award show where we do best ad read, best uh, you know piece of shit, and all that stuff. So there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff coming up with
1: that. Absolutely. Oh, uh, good work on the ad read, sir thank you thank you what's uh what's going on let's tune in that radio dial and see uh see what we can go um get happening
0: this is paul ramham from wbat in Cincinnati. we interrupt this regular schedule of programming to bring you this breaking news bulletin it appears that people have been called pieces of shit from around the globe baseball players in particular seem to be the main target however no person concept or universe is exempt from this cruel but very usual punishment the perpetrator has been identified as the great sam bino police have confirmed that he is still at large and about to take his piece of shit corner
1: ding 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 huge piece of shit
0: all right ben and i will be filling in for the piece of shit corner so it will be ben and i alternating tonight we'll see if we can get this right and, and do uh what sam does best and we'll call some people pieces of shit how about that
1: sounds great man super excited talking some noise all
0: righty so number one i will field that one
1: the current player who is a piece of shit is madison bumgarner Ooh. Interesting. Did he date someone else named Madison Bumgarner? He did not. Now, I realize that (laughs)
0: That Uh, Madison Bumgarner has been part of a lot of lore on this show, I would say, Mm -hmm. uh, including what you just brought up. But I know he's he's had an ad read before. And further than that, I'm pretty sure, but we'll have to check with Sam, that he's been in the piece of shit corner before. However, I'm putting him back in there this week for a very specific reason.
1: Okay, what happened?
0: He, um, I would say this: the he was in he was he made a start yesterday, or on, okay. on Friday, excuse me, uh, where they lost four to two to the Brewers. Okay, there was a bases loaded situation, and Madison Bumgarner obviously gave up the home run. Salon. Yep,
1: that's right. It's a it, big one.
0: It, why this affects me? It effectively <laughs> ended my fantasy season.
1: No, really, that's what it was.
0: That I mean it didn't help. I'll say that. But I'm gonna go ahead and pin all of it on him.
1: That doesn't necessarily seem fair to land him back in the POS corner. I just did it. Don't care. It's his fault, well,
0: right. not mine.
1: So was this in the um, in the big leagues? Yeah, this is the big leagues and minor leagues. Yeah,
0: so this is the big leagues. And if we so we agreed on this show not to put the host in the piece of shit corner. Mm -hmm. But I think Sam and I would both be there because we both lost this week and we are done for the season in the big leagues. And I'm going to lose to you, respectfully, I bow, Thank you. in the minor leagues, and you will move on to the second round.
1: That's right, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, I like to think that this will be like relegation where I can make my way up like in soccer. That's the goal. (laughs) The majors. I don't know if that'll actually happen, but that's at least what the goal here is on this.
0: I will give you the stat line real quick. He pitched okay. six innings. He had five earned runs and struck out four. Oof. What a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, that could have been that could have been better for you. Absolutely. He, Did you Colin? Uh
0: no, not yet. Uh I, I I left a note on Sam's desk. Uh I figured he'll get back to him when he gets back in the office.
1: Well, that's good. That's fair. Nobody like gives
0: that. somebody a piece of their mind like Sam, the great Sambino.
1: That is very true, and yeah. we love him ever more for it.
0: Indeed. He did get me a uh, Boston Braves bobblehead, so I, I do thank him for that. So
1: Nice. Yeah. All right, next piece of shit. This one's yours, right? That's right. This is going to be our throwback POS, and I want to bring up a name for you. What do you know about Kennesaw Mountain Landis?
0: Is he the piece of shit, I'm assuming?
1: He is. Okay, That's so exactly he, it.
0: So the bell was correct.
1: That's right. He was actually the first commissioner of baseball. Uh, in 1920 he was appointed as oh yes sir yeah I see a hand in yeah I, I yes. raised a
0: hand uh, real quick I know Kennesaw Mountain was it Landis Landis right yeah Landis, uh, yes. as the final nail into the coffin whenever we played the game show and Jimmy knew that is an answer for whatever reason
1: that's right uh, mad props to Jimmy Midtown for recognizing Kennesaw Mountain Landis um, he definitely knew um, he did a lot of good things for baseball Um, He was the one who suspended the eight White Sox players after the Black Sox scandal when they threw the 1919 World Series. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a little bit of a darker component to it. Was he in cahoots with Jimmy? (laughs) No, he was in cahoots with racists. Oh! Oh! (laughs) Basically, um, back in 1942, bear in mind, he'd been big league commissioner now for 22 years. Uh, The St. Louis Browns owner bill veek was going to buy the philadelphia phillies and just stock the team full of stars from the negro leagues and kennesaw mountain did everything he could to stop it just to keep the majors from being integrated interesting now, two years later he died <laughs> shortly after that that's whenever um that's whenever jackie robinson really got his uh, got his shot um he was picked up in '46 uh, by the Dodgers organization, uh, and then he debuted in '47.
0: I really figured that Bud Selig would have been commissioner by
1: then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it went straight from. Mount not Landis. Think to about Bud it, Bud Selig.
0: The math kind of adds up. That guy's like a walking, like skeleton of bones, just walking around and all, all like Bernie and shit. Oh wait, that doesn't mean anything to you, unfortunately.
1: No, it's like uh, it's like Larry King in the Dodgers games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Just exactly. There, right. Right. Love it. Home plate. Love it. All right. Are we ready for the third? Ready for the third. Yes, sir. All right. The third <laughs> is Sam, well, so it's not the great Sambino, but it's what Sambino did this weekend. <laughs> it's the great Sambino for drinking Zima this weekend.
1: What? What year
0: is it? I don't know. All I know is I got a picture of the great Sambino chugging one of them with one of our buddies and uh i know he did not feel well today so well, as he was telling me about related this. sentences yes he said the z it was the zima's fault and then he sent me that picture <laughs> so he it, i would say let's do this tell you what the zima is in the pos corner how about that not sam there you go.
1: that's fair yeah i think it wasn't sam's fair. fault well especially too if he's drinking, like, one that was 15 years old. I know they re-released <laughs> it, but I like to think that, that of all people who would just have it, like, in their basement, it would be Sam.
0: I I just pictured it being stored in, like, dry storage somewhere.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> just has a barrel full of it. Yeah. Full of it.
0: <laughs> Caution. Do not ingest. Zima. <laughs> That's
1: right. I had a buddy who, um picked up a like he had in this apartment and he tried to adopt this feral cat that he found behind a dumpster and he naturally named the cat zima of course that's amazing He then promptly after about a week put the cat back outside because it was just a feral cat pissing everywhere
0: yeah i'm sure it was drinking a zima that's right yeah you can't trust him you can't trust him at all all right and who is the final
1: the final is more of an object. I wanna uh definitely give a huge uh putting on notice to window sills. Okay. Tell me more. What's your opinion of windowsills, Justin? Uh I prefer to
0: lay in them if possible, uh, but that's usually not. So, so I got basically,
1: nothing else. Let me let me tell you a story. It's two o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, and our four year old decides to um, you know, hey, I can't sleep, tell me a story, take me back to bed, whatever. But she falls out of bed into the windowsill and cracks her head open like there's blood everywhere. Holy God! (laughs) So I'm bearing the lead here. She's okay. Everything is just fine. But my kid now had to get two or three staples in her head, and I'm blaming the windowsill.
0: Are you sure that she wasn't trying to pick up a piece of paper with her mouth?
1: That that sounds about right, but she probably could do that. <laughs>
0: That's a good point. Yeah. She has a, a lower center of gravity closer to the ground. So is that how yeah, how it well, works? I don't know.
1: Of course she's closer to the ground. I think she's three foot five inches tall.
0: Yeah, exactly. Good for her. Good but anyway. For her. I like so it.
1: Give uh give double birds to the next window sill that you see. Hold on. Done. There you go. And for what it's worth, I had to look it up today. Uh, turns out I've been saying it wrong for 30 years. I've been calling it a window seal. Yeah, S-A-L, that's wrong. But it's actually a window sill, seal. S-I-L-L.
0: Right, yes. I wasn't sure if that would have been an S-I-L-E or an S-I-L-L, but I knew it was sill. All right, that is the POS corner. You name the time frame, I'll name an asshole. I think it's more we'll name an asshole
1: in this case. Yeah, well, it works. Yeah, close enough. All righty. Now it's time for everyone's very, very favorite segment. Around the Diamond. That's right, Cats and Kittens, where we go from AL to NL, from east to west, and most places in between where we feel like stopping. Justin, where do you want to start today?
0: We're going to start in the AL Central today.
1: AL Central. Cool. What's going on in the AL Central?
0: I start in the AL Central simply because this is one of the... Well, I guess two reasons. Number one... Uh, this is the least talked about baseball division all year long, no doubt. And mm-hmm. two, you gave me a bunch of shit about always starting in the AL East last time, so here we are. You're welcome. Yeah, um, Cleveland's five and five in their last ten, which has been uh, interesting. They've been playing Toronto. Uh, they lost today, six to two, Toronto. Toronto's had some interesting younger players playing. I mean, they may as well. Uh, everybody other than than your boy, of course, Guerrero. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah. Vlad Guerrero Jr. still not making it, making an appearance. Not at
0: all. Um, let's see. What else here? Oh, did you see? Did you happen to see last night that Kansas City uh, had a no-hitter it was no hitter going? No. How eight, far did they take it? Uh, through eight innings. Wow. It damn, broke up I mean, in the very only, end.
1: They're only 33 and a half back, so you might as well get, give a people to watch them. Exactly. I'm looking up the stat line real fast for you. Yeah, it looks like that
0: was against the Twins. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course it was. That poor yep. Minnesota team, man. They just all year, they can't catch a break.
1: Well, that's the thing is right now, they're the only team in the Central that's not going to win the division that still has yet to be eliminated because Kansas City, the White Sox, and Detroit all have already been eliminated from the playoffs. We oh. know that Minnesota is going to be, their magic number is still five.
0: Yep. But. Um, It was... uh. I've never even heard of this guy, so he must be a younger dude. Uh, Jorge Lopez. He okay. went eight innings. He had one run, one earned, and struck out four. Dang! So not too
1: bad, man. Dude, Good that's a way to get your—that's a way to get noticed for sure. Exactly.
0: Uh, so that went on last night. I saw that during uh, one of the college football games I was watching, uh, and I flipped into it here and there. But like I said, I just—I w- I wasn't too interested in it just because it is the Royals. But I'm always pulling for the no hitter, man. I, I love yeah. the no hitter. Especially
1: once you take it into eight and all the way up to nine. Like, exactly. You gotta watch that. Exactly.
0: But but we dis, uh, established last week that we have a very fine line of how will how willing we are to let those things be talked about.
1: No, dude. A hundred percent. Definitely all. Listen to episode 45 if you want to know some of our thoughts and opinions on that. Uh, how are you feeling about Cleveland at 81 and 62?
0: One other note I was going to tell you about. Uh, Chicago... Uh, the White Sox traded for, so they traded Chris Sale a couple of years ago for uh, to Boston for a couple of prospects, one being Michael Kopich or Kopak or I don't know, ben, uh, it's ben. Sam and I haven't decided how to say his name because we're the only two that have spoken his name, it seems. Uh, okay. But he is going to be, so he came, he got called up just the other day. He had three starts in a row that were weather de- delayed. Oh my God. Yeah, isn't that wild? And then find, found out yesterday he's going to have to have Tommy John surgery. Ooh, so That's rough. It's a bummer. That was a really high-toted prospect. Uh, it's always one of those things where it's hard. I always get kind of torn on how to feel because it's like, I want to see the guy do well. He came up through the Red Sox system. He was a highly-toted prospect and everything. But also, he doesn't play for Boston anymore. So I, I feel like I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of a weird spot. No, I hear you. It's a weird spot. Uh, Cleveland, I still, so Boston split the series that they played against Cleveland this last time, um, Mm -hmm. last week. And so that was, I mean, it's one of those things that's like a split whenever you're playing a really good team like that is the best you can hope for. Um, but it still wasn't the performance I was looking for out of Boston at the same time. So, uh, I would not feel the best of it. I don't really know who at this point I feel most comfortable playing in the, and the ALDS, I feel like that would be Cleveland, but
1: I, I, I don't know.
0: I also don't know about that. I wouldn't want to sleep on them either, you know.
1: No, for sure, dude. I hear you on that. Cool. Um, Where else do you want to go?
0: Let's talk about the AL West. Man, rest in peace, the Texas Rangers.
1: Yep. Sad Texas day. has been officially eliminated from the playoffs. Their record is sixty-one and eighty-two. It is very sad. Which but I, I think kind of all knew this was happening.
0: True. i I'm, I'm. So guess what we get to do in a couple weeks? We get to go through and look at our our uh, standings that we predicted to see where everybody finished. I'm pretty sure I was the only one that had the Rangers finishing last.
1: Yeah, I think I had them somewhere around 500. Which uh, when we bust out the stone tablets and see how that worked out, I'm not looking forward to that.
0: That's all right. I mean, it was optimistic, right? I mean, it could have gone either way, but sure. They got they, they were out of it so fast was the problem. They actually played so decent fast. ball in the second half. Right.
1: There's some I mean, you went to a game where they won eighteen to five. Yeah. I mean, good lord. <laughs> no, um, you know, above that, you have the Angels. They're two games out of elimination. I mean, we definitely see the writings on the wall. Seattle's seventy nine and sixty four, they're seven and a half out of the wild card. Yeah, it's not um, gonna happen. Oakland's currently taking the the first wild excuse me the second wild card spot, and Houston wins the division if the season ends today.
0: Yeah, the Red Sox are playing a, a series against Houston right now. They they dropped the first two, and the third game is being played on Sunday Night Baseball as we speak. So, okay, um, that's not what I was looking for. All I know is the Red Sox need Chris Sale back. So I can yeah. I hate to keep bringing it back to that, but it, it's it's so true. So.
1: Yeah, Boston's 6-4 and four in their last 10. Houston's 8-2 yep. in their last 10.
0: Dude, I cannot believe the absolute absurdity going on in the Angels organization and how much of a disservice they're doing to Shohei Otani. I no, can't I believe they're letting him fucking hit. Still, after he has Tommy John surgery. I don't understand how
1: that's possible. No, I think Mike Sosha's just trying to put, put people in the seats, which is terrible. What does he they care? He's going to well get have... fired anyway. I think he's just following orders. I mean, they Probably. might as well have just, like, taken his arm and, like, heated up a shish kebab skewer and just started poking it randomly for the damage that they're doing to that poor kid.
0: <laughs> that was a very vivid uh description. I liked it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true. Otani could have been great anywhere, and not only did he go to the Angels, like, they've just hit him with a steamroller and said, I'll figure it out, kid.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then they're going to turn around. And I mean, I wrote the blog over it the other day. They're going to turn around and say, see ya, pal. And then he's going to have to deal with it. He'll end up signing somewhere like, I don't, I mean, the thing is, he'll probably have the surgery and I mean, he'll still be fine. It's not like, I mean, hell, I have shoulder problems from baseball, but I could still hit a golf ball. No problem. Right. You know, so, I mean, I obviously don't have Tommy John's problems in my, my elbow necessarily, but I mean, you know, still. It's, it's just ridiculous, though. It it's reeks of desperation, and it's just an absolute disservice to the kid. Yeah. It's a real shame. You hate to see it. You do hate to see it. Uh, Oakland is a team that terrifies the hell out of me in the first round. So, um, they're really good. Chris with a K, Davis, really, really good. And He's a Ranger killer, it seems.
1: Dude, I watched him yesterday uh, when they were playing the Rangers, and uh, – He walked up to bat and was like, there he is, Chris with a K. Good, good, Chris. And, um, dude, like, yeah, he, he, he like has Texas's number. And I also got to, uh, impress my father with the slip stat. (laughs) All of the Rangers bullpen was sitting in, like, they were sitting in lawn chairs by the, by the first baseline. (laughs) I was like, hey, dad, you know, uh, know why they're all sitting on the field? (laughs) Awesome.
0: Awesome. Love yeah. it. Um, Yeah, I think that's really it for that division.
1: Yeah. Houston Astros wins. are really
0: fucking good. They're really, really good. Their offense is really high-powered. Yep. I'm. Um, thank God the Red Sox will have Chris Sale back before they reach them in the playoffs. Did they
1: get Altuve back in Houston? Oh, yeah.
0: They did. And Correa. Everybody's healthy again, so they're hitting on all cylinders. Bregman hit a, a real moonshot yesterday to just put the... It was the final nail in the coffin, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to go east? Yeah, go east. Uh, we don't really need to talk about the Red Sox anymore. Uh, the Yankees are still kind of piddling along, five and five of their last ten. They're forty-one and twenty-nine on the road and forty-eight and twenty overall. Dude, it's so crazy to me that they're gonna win over a hundred games and there's they're gonna be a wild card team, and it's not even really that close.
1: No, you're a hundred percent correct. Right now, they're a half game back of being the second team, second best team in the AL.
0: Yeah. It's insane. Oh. Did, uh, another note on... So I've got two notes for... Well, so one, I guess, technically tied into Cleveland. Uh, it's it's one calf Josh Johnson talk, but we'll talk about that in just a second. Okay. Uh, this other thing is Randall Grychuk, who uh, plays for the, uh, the Blue Jays. Did you see his collision that he had the other day where he ran into the security stool? No. Yeah, he was running down a popped-up fly ball and the security guard tried to jump out of the way off the stool, you know, that they'll sit on out there he got tangled up with the stool. <laughs> Made the That's catch, though. bummer on that one. Made the catch, though. Hey, good for him. You got to admire the hustle, right? That's right. Uh, also, so this is, I guess, since Josh Donaldson and his one calf started with the Blue Jays, but this is more of an Indians thing, uh, he and his agent have been in a big... So I guess they've been fighting with the media a bunch. John Hyman, to be specific, is a uh, baseball writer, sort of like Buster only and one of those types of guys. And uh, Josh Donaldson is basically straight up calling John Hyman a liar, which is pretty awesome, considering those are not things that you usually see from players and the, the uh, agents about like straight to the media like that.
1: No, dude, that's not normally how they like to do business at all.
0: He's got one calf. I don't know what he has to talk about. I can't believe that the Indians made that trade. I don't understand why. Dude, I don't get it. I love that Vlad Jr. So the minor league season's done, right? Yeah, that's
1: right. We are moving our way to fall ball.
0: That's right. I don't know if Vlad Jr. ended up batting 400 for the year, but he was close. I know that. Can't wait to watch him play.
1: Dude, for sure. Uh, It's going to be terrible because he won't be a Ranger, but he's going to be incredible.
0: Or he's going to be incredible, and then he's going to go to free agency, and the Rangers are going to sign him, and then he's not going to be nearly as good. That's typically how those
1: things work. That sounds exactly like what would happen, uh, you know, come texas rangers i'm showing this year in the minors he hit 381 batting okay
0: average. so he dropped a little bit that's pretty o- damn good though dude what's his ops
1: yeah. uh ops is one oh seven three. <laughs> oh my god good yeah. god holy shit
0: yeah that kid's nails just like his dad yep it's just reincarnation of his dad it's unbelievable yeah dude absolutely i hope there's never another reincarnation of me that's just what the world needs
1: that would be the most terrifying thing ever.
0: You wouldn't like that?
1: Well, I'd be fine with it, but I don't have to work with <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, get it. Totally get it. Um. All right, let's move to the NL. How about that? Yeah, let's
1: go NL East. East, got it.
0: Um. Atlanta is by far the superior team, even though they're only four games ahead of the Phillies.
1: Yeah, I don't see Philly making up ground like that. I think that um, Atlanta 79-64, they're 5-5, five and five, but they won their last two Phillies, I just don't see them making making enough ground. And unfortunately, the Central's too strong. So, Phillies are going to miss out this year. You know, Sayonara, Washington. Mets are seven games away from elimination. Miami was eliminated in March.
0: Yep. So. <laughs> in March. I mean, basically before the season even started. That's right. Um, Noah Sendergaard was pitching the other day and took a comebacker right to the ribs. Oh, my God. Dude, it looked like it hurt so bad.
1: I'll bet. Is he on the 10-day?
0: No, I don't think so as of now. Uh, we will see what happens uh, in the coming days, but as of now, uh, he is not. But I guess that's why they call him Thor. Uh, it sucks because like he was out a lot of last year because of a torn lat muscle, so right. that's not exactly what you're looking for is a pitch to the rib cage.
1: No, especially because those balls bounce off the bat going, what, like bucko seven or something? <laughs> something like that,
0: dude. I tweeted about this the other night from the main account, but... Uh, it was when it, it was the last game of the Red Sox Atlanta series and, mm-hmm. uh, Porcello was on the mound and he had a slider that just kind of got away from him. Dansby Swanson took like an 89 mile an hour slider right to the helmet, Oof. dude. And it was so funny because he like walked to first base and I was like, that dude just took like close to a 90 mile an hour ball to the head. There's no way that he's not some kind of like that didn't ring his bell in some way. Right. And so of course, concussion protocol came out and he did, he went through that and then he took his base, and then it almost immediately was like, all right, I'm coming off.
1: <laughs> yeah, then he, then he tweets out, I can taste colors. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: I don't have to tweet it for him, so it's very That's convenient, right. really. You there know? You go. That's good. Yeah, but it was, uh, I was like, oh my God. I mean, what a champ. And dude, it was so funny too, because so one thing that I, I've talked about before on this show is just the amount of like, hate that we can get on Twitter. Like, so I said something like, I think I I remembered it originally as an an 89-mile-an-hour fastball, but it was actually a slider. And so Mm -hmm. I tweeted, the dude took an an 89-mile-an-hour fastball to the face. Oh, I know what it was. He had – I saw that the Braves account had tweeted out some quote – And it was just him, like, encouraging leadership in the clubhouse, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, we're really excited about where we are. Uh, We really feel like we've got a bright future ahead of us. Uh, No matter if this year works out, you know, that kind of, like, talk or whatever. You know, really, like, speaking up being a team guy. And so I commented on it from the main account and said, man, it's really uh, crazy that this cat took, like, an an 89-mile-an-hour fastball to the head, like, like three or four days ago, and some like numb nuts gets on as like actually it was an 89 mile an hour slider. There's a big difference. And I was like, look, pal, I fucking know the difference. Like, don't don't get at me like that. That wasn't the point at all. <laughs> and I had dude, I had so many people that jumped to our defense, it was great. <laughs> oh my god, that's ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here.
1: If you too want to engage us on Twitter, we are at OutfielderPod. But check us out there. But also don't push us. <laughs> Yes, that is very true. If you just want don't, those, if don't you,
0: push. If you want to know what you can get into, just ask Smash Mouth. Just ask him.
1: That's right. We're watching you, All Star.
0: bunch of bastards. They are no friends of this show. I'll tell you that much. The only but way that don't... they're welcome to come on this show is if you can you can convince them to take an interview and explain wh- exactly what the hell they were thinking whenever they were battling with me.
1: Yeah. Um, hey, man, Pablo F. Sandoval, bro. <sighs> Let's him. move on to the Central. <laughs> Let's.
0: I love how that wound wound from NL East talk to Pablo Sandoval talk I mean, uh, and Smash Bell talk. But anyway, uh, I thought it was remarkable nonetheless. Uh, I don't know if you saw, real quick, last note on the NL East, the Nationals are keeping Dave Martinez as their manager going into next year. Really? Yes, which I found interesting. I don't know. I Man, I have no idea what their problem is like, or what the deal is there because like they should have been a lot better. I think all of us had them finishing first in the division. Yeah, I think I did. I know we didn't have Atlanta up there, but I'm pretty sure that we had the Nationals finish. I mean, they have Bryce Harper, for God's sakes. I want right. to say I may have had them at over 100 games, winning 100 games, and they're going to win like 25 less than that.
1: I don't know if I went that far, but I definitely, you know, they're going to end up at about 500.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They've they've bumped and piddled around 500 all year long in a contract year for Bryce Harper. It's insanity, man. It really is. I don't know what their deal is. Neither do they. Ma- that's their issue. Max Hercer, oh is almost certainly going to win the Cy Young. We keep teasing in the Cy Young Award. we got to get Sam and I back in the office at the same time to do this show.
1: It's going to happen, man. It's, it's
0: going to happen. Year. We're going to have it done. We're going to try to do that next show.
1: Yeah, next Sam.
0: show, Cy Young talk. Sam won't be traveling, so it'll make it pretty easy. Um, but yeah, so they're bringing Dave Martinez back. They've had like five managers in eight years, so uh, I, no, I'm not even kidding. So I mean, it's uh, it's a good thing that they're they're trying to stick with the guy at least. I mean, maybe maybe they see more there as far as development goes, but I don't know what it is. They've got a lot of old pieces,
1: so sure. No, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about the central. How about that? Love it. I'm loving a lot of the stuff I'm seeing from the Central just because you have three really good teams at the top. Um, We have the Cubs at 83 and 59, Milwaukee's 82 and 62, and St. Louis is 79 and 64. Yeah. If the season ended today, the Cubs take the division and both Milwaukee and St. Louis uh, snag the one and two wild card spots. What do you think? So I figured, so this is where I thought
0: Milwaukee would be, Um, but they seem to be back and forth with. Wild card spot non wild card spot, and they just I think Sam and I talked about it last show, like they just don't have the pitching to hold up I don't think uh the Pirates are an interesting team too I mean, they're seven and three of their last ten they are forty and thirty four at home and thirty one and thirty seven on the road, so they've definitely been really good at home. Chris Archer's been a piece of shit which we've named <laughs> um a lot of mud there, a lot of mud
1: no well, for sure, keep Thawing the dog in. out
0: of it yeah um St Louis named. Uh, what's his name? Stilt or whatever as their permanent manager, which I thought was an interesting move.
1: Yeah, that is interesting.
0: I was met with some some blowback on, on Twitter whenever I, I posted out those uh those thoughts, though,
1: because <laughs> yeah. I said that they, like what?
0: so what, Answer me this. So they made him interim manager after getting rid of Mike Matheny, which good on them because obviously that was he was part of the problem, right? Dude, that Matheny thing just reeks of culture. Dude, yes, absolutely. So they got rid of him. What's the her- so they make it in inter- a battlefield promotion and make an interim manager? What is the what's the difference in waiting, interviewing people like Joe Girardi in the offseason? I mean, I get that you want to show that you believe in the guy a little bit, and that's fine, but wouldn't you wouldn't like if you I, I just feel like that's short
1: sighted. It probably was because they're in the wild card still and they wanted to make sure I think if they were, you know, in Pittsburgh spots or hovering around five hundred, I could definitely see where they would not make that announcement.
0: But they were doing that without while he was interim so I, I don't I mean i, I would I, I could also make the the argument that why the team may be playing for the manager to keep his job kind of thing yeah kind of the other way, way, way around you know so I mean obviously he's gotten some good buy-in in the clubhouse I just feel like they kind of rushed to sure. to make him you know to give him the job I just I can't see a I can't see a a scenario next year where Joe Girardi's not managing somewhere, and Mm -hmm. I just have a hard time looking at a a team like St. Louis and thinking, with all the history and everything they have there, as much as we hate on that that team, why would you not look at that option? Or whatever else option is going to be out there. So then, where do you think he's going to end up? Uh, I think someone tweeted this at us the other day uh, on the main account. I predicted the Angels. It the, seems dangerous. The the blowback on that was that they wouldn't want to deal with the Astros, which I think is not a. I don't think that'd be a deterrent for someone like Joe Girardi.
1: No, I don't think Girardi. He used cares. to manage in
0: New York, for God's sakes. He's not worried about the Astros. Right. Especially if they're on a three-peat year, or like trying to three-peat or whatever. Yeah. If they ended up winning this year for whatever reason, which they won't. I'm just he's wish. Dead. I'm trying to. I'm trying to wish that into into existence. You know. Sure.
1: No, I'm with you. Yeah.
0: I'm not saying. I don't. I think it's very possible that they do. <laughs> i just trying to, you know, trying to advocate for my own self here. That's what I do. No, I get
1: it. That's what I, I get do. It.
0: Um, I, so, anyway, aside from that, I mean, they're playing well, though. And good for them, I guess. Um, the Cubs, Cole Hamels is just electric, dude.
1: It's so infuriating. Good for him. Like, I'm super happy for him as an individual that he's thriving in an environment, and he has a chance to, you know, legitimately put, put skins on the wall. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I just wish that some of that production would have taken place while he was wearing Ranger Red. Like, that's just super aggravating that it didn't happen.
0: He is right now 4-0 with a one four two ERA with 50 oh. innings pitched, and he has 48 strikeouts. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely insanity. Like, I- insanity. It really is. Um, yeah, I-, I think, though, his situation in Texas was... I think he saw that it was going nowhere fast. The same thing happened to him. I think Sam noted this last time in Philadelphia where, Mm -hmm. you know, it was going nowhere fast. He wasn't pitching well, got to Texas and it was doing, he he did really well. So I'm happy for the guy. I think he, he deserves it. He, he's old enough. He does as far as, you know, I mean, he's a, he's a MVP and a, a world series winner. So, I mean, he's trying to do that before his career ends.
1: Yeah. Good for him. Nothing against the guy. Cool. Shall we head on west, my friend?
0: Dude, this might be the most exciting division in baseball.
1: I agree. I'm ripping my hair out right now when it comes to watching the Dodgers bob up and down. Yeah. And it, it really... I could see these teams all continue to bounce back and forth, and it just happens to be whenever the season ends. You know, like It really is. It, it it's it's really is at this point. Uh,
0: you're 100% correct. Colorado has been on an absolute tear. I mean, the, the last time we looked at this division... Uh, Arizona was on top. Now they're two and a half games back.
1: Yeah. So right now we have Colorado at 78 and 64. The Dodgers are half back, 78 and 65. And Arizona's 76 and 67, two and a half back. Wow. Pretty insane, man. The
0: the uh, Dodgers have been playing Colorado this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that Colorado won last night. Um, but I'm pretty sure, because the, the Dodgers are 6 and 4 their last 10. They lost last night. So they they took the first
1: two. Right, exactly. Well, and here's the here's the thing. Whenever it comes to one, first of all, shout out to Colorado for retweeting us the other day. Well done, guys. Yeah, Nicely man. done. Um, but also, just you gotta you gotta work with me here, in Los Angeles. I need y'all to realize I have you overtaking the Yankees in the World Series, and I can't be wrong about this.
0: I know. I know you really don't want to want. I mean, the thing is, you don't really <laughs> at this point. It really could go any any which way. We have no idea what's gonna happen.
1: Well that's the thing is if this season ended today, the Dodgers wouldn't even have a wild card spot because it, the second wild card spot would go to St. Louis. They're seventy nine sixty four.
0: Exactly. It's insane, man. It really is. This is a fun division to watch though, and we need to keep make sure we're everybody's keeping an eye on this this uh this battle because it, it is going to come down to the very, very end. I mean, Arizona is separated by two and a half games from Colorado. That's so crazy, man.
1: Yeah, it's so close. They're also
0: 19 games away from being eliminated. <laughs> Just FYI. Awesome. Oh, man. All right. I think that concludes our favorite segment, Around the Diamond. All right. So I have, a, I have to tell you about a story real quick. Okay. I'm not sure if you saw this or not. Are you aware of what happened in the booth the other night at the Tigers
1: game? No, what happened in the booth at the Tigers game?
0: Okay, so uh, there is a play-by-play man named Mario Impemba and a color commentator named Rod Allen uh, that have been uh, calling Tigers games on Fox Sports Detroit for over a decade. Okay. Okay? They have been calling, think about it, 162 games for like 15 seasons is what it is. how long they've been doing it. Yeah. Think okay. about how so- tired we get of each other doing this show once a week.
1: Right. No, I understand. They uh, they definitely must have some pretty high Prozac levels. Right. Exactly. So
0: you know, and when it comes to that stuff, there's a fair amount of chill involved that needs to be uh, happening there. And you know, we've talked about this. We've actually been uh, some of our our uh, grounds crew guys have requested that we score a game uh, and that we do some game calling. So we're going to work on that, I mm-hmm. think, and try to do that for our tournament later on this year. But um. It's not easy to fill that much time, you know. I mean, we're talking about three and a half hours. Hell, it's hard for us to fill an hour sometimes. That's right, you know. So uh, anyway, apparently, reports broke out that there was a a physical altercation in the booth, described as an attack. What? Yes. Apparently, these guys just got under their each other's skins, and so that's what happened originally, as far as what came out first. Later, it was de- it came out that. The altercation involved not baseball, not any stats, not any, you know, turf or anything like that. Well, I guess it's a a form of turf. It involved who gets the good chair. (laughs) What? And I guess one of them sat down in the chair, the good chair, when it was the other's day or something like that. And it, it turned into a physical altercation.
1: Oh, that's incredible. Right
0: in the booth. That right is in the booth. that is Looney Tunes and a half, dude.
1: <laughs> dude, that's nuts, man.
0: Yeah, that story was was rolling around all last week. It, it happened like Friday, so it's been rolling around. Or maybe it was like Thursday, because I got it uh I saw it on, on Thursday night, but it, it uh yeah, it made its way around the uh the place on the weekend. So who would win in a fight for a chair, you or Sam? Uh probably Sam, because I feel like Sam would Maybe fight dirty. I don't know. Maybe I would fight dirty. I'm not sure, but I think Sam would win. I'd probably just stand. So there's some. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer to stand. Uh, there's some picture somewhere of me carrying Sam around. So I don't know. I don't know. Weird drinking.
1: It's. Let's see if we can get that on on the on the good old Twitter. Yeah,
0: it's. we'll we'll, we'll look for it. We'll try to dig it up. It's good stuff.
1: Awesome, man. Cool story. Right. All right.
0: Tell you what. Let's do some rapid fire.
1: Rapid
0: fire. Rapid fire.
1: Rapid. Fire. Rapid, fire. Rapid, fire. Rapid,
0: fire. Rapid fire. Full on bullets. All right, Ben, start us off.
1: Who's gonna win the NL West?
0: Uh, I'm gonna continue to say the Diamondbacks. Ugh, I hate you. You're up. You told me back in July that you were pulling for the Yankees just to piss me off.
1: I know. I still am. So you still stand behind that, huh? Hey, man, I'm pretty in pinstripes.
0: You are not. I don't believe that for a second. You should kick your own ass for saying something like
1: that. I hate that you're going to mark that, and that'll be my intro. <laughs> <minutes>. <laughs> you know me too well.
0: You know me too well. Next. You're up.
1: No, I just asked you a question. Oh, okay, cool. Um, How much do you pay attention to football when it's still baseball season? I would say
0: minimally. I do pay attention. It's mostly the Patriots, though. I, I don't really take... Take a whole big look around the league until baseball's over with.
1: Okay. For, as
0: a general rule. Uh, how far will Oakland make it in the playoffs? Uh,
1: they're going to make it into the divisional series where they will be beaten. Okay. By who? A better team. Okay. I don't know. I could see um, if they get... If they get against Cleveland, I think they'll go a step further. But I think that if they're against the Astros or the Red Sox, they won't. I can see that.
0: Yeah, I would probably agree with that. I like. I still like Boston in a seven-game set against Oakland, but it just it concerns me.
1: Yeah. No, and I think those are legitimate concerns. They're what, 87-50 and 50 something? Yeah. Ridiculous. 87-50-70. That's insane for a wild-card team. Sure is. Me? Oh.
0: Yep. No, I just asked you how far will Oakland make it, right? All right.
1: It is the middle of September. Perfect time of year to ask this question. Are you a fan of pumpkin spice lattes? Absolutely not. You're the worst. I'm not a pumpkin
0: spice guy. Not at all. And you stole my Halloween question.
1: You had a Halloween question?
0: No. We're going to have to do a Halloween-themed show, right?
1: (laughs) Where we're just dressed up, but no one can can see it. Must be (laughs) in their cars.
0: (laughs) I'm down to do it. Uh, Brandon... He's our new host on Sensible Loud Radio. He sent me a picture of his Halloween costume the other day. It was a David Pumpkins suit.
1: Nice. So it's Brandon's September, already ready, dude. It's September 10th, and he's going for a one-off Tom Hanks SNL character. Dude,
0: you're going to have to ask him about it. You can take him to task whenever you come on the show in a, in a couple of weeks.
1: I support it completely. Yeah, I'm no, but really... I,
0: that's a very good question. It, I, it never occurred to me to think, why did he buy this stuff two months early? Right. So I, I think you it. should you should definitely ask him about it whenever we go on the show.
1: We probably had to like had to make sure it shipped from China or something.
0: Yeah, the fit it's got to be perfect. You had to have it tailored and everything. Dude,
1: dude you got to get that uh, that what are they called? Um, body suits, morph suits. You yeah, to get the morph suit. Right?
0: right. The collection of of bandits that we've thrown together at this company is starting to get incredible.
1: Yes, uh, and only a little worrisome. Uh, only a little
0: bit. Only a little bit. We only have one that has a costume so far, so that's good. That we know of. That we know of. I mean, you did just get rid of your commercial chicken suit not too long ago. That
1: is true. That yeah. is very true. That's a shame. Is there an industrial chicken suit? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a, a residential real... chicken <laughs> suit. <laughs> a residential.
0: It's sanctioned for residential use only, something
1: like that. Yeah, that's right. Um, cool. Do you have any more questions?
0: Uh, no, I think I am good. That, is, that will conclude Rapid Fire.
1: Love it. Well, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to check us out at sensiblyloud.com. Check us out on all of your social media platforms. We are at Outfielder Pod. And if you like it, rate, review, subscribe. That helps us out a ton. And don't forget, we got two new great podcasts coming up this month. Don't forget to check out uh, Sensibly Loud Radio and the replay booth coming at you for all of your football needs. And special thanks to Justin for doing all of the producing and heavy lifting when it comes to these episodes.
0: Thank you, Ben. We want to thank everyone for tuning in for episode 46 of the Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with a sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big ups to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive. And we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast.
1: out